brave amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo. Hello and welcome to episode 21 in season 5 of The Three Amigos. I'm your host, Mars. I'm joined as always by my amiga, Kali, and my amigo, PJ. Guys, are we bored yet? Slightly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've seen, I've seen everything. Break. Yeah, until Will Smith decided to, to choose uh, yeah, violence, or that, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> that, that took a strange, that was an unexpected turn. I did not watch the Oscars, but uh, reading about it, this morning was uh, interesting, a bit more drama yeah, than... absolutely, absolutely. To be honest, I can't even remember what happened last game week, but it was blank game week. I'll go quickly through the results. So, PJ, Not very much. You, yeah, yeah, PJ, true. you went 49 with no hit. Kylie, 45 minus four, and I was on 43 minus four. Mm, yeah, whatever. Can <laughs> I nothing. just... I just want to make one note here, because I do have some aggravation about this. And it's... And, uh, collectively i think we all hate wolves right now specifically their their defensive assets but i bought kilman a few weeks back and i only needed him for two particular weeks that was his whole purpose in my team was to actually be of some sort of value to me in their double in what was it 28 when i bench boosted and in game week 30 when everyone else was blanking and he missed a fixture in game week 28. So he gave me one point for my bench boost. Thanks, Kilman. And then he didn't show in game week 30. Like the, potentially the most useless investment I've ever made. Carly, I had six players planned for nine. I mean, you know. Like... I mean, I'm not that different, right? I, <laughs> I know. still and... didn't turn up. Yes. Yeah. Then Rafinha decided, you know. Well, no, I did, sell, I did sell Rafinha yeah. for Barnes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the winners probably were the free hitters, especially if you got in Ken and Son, if you didn't have one of them or either, uh, you know. So there we go. Uh, PJ, um, how is the Three Amigos League looking? Yeah, thanks, Mars. It's um, it's looking okay. Um, four familiar names and uh, and a new entry in at number five. So why was me Ratislav Ondik? But um, uh, the top four: Jamie Tufts, RRB. Arigi Mini Marnie Mo, Adrian Ponch, the tepid template, Alex Gray Davis, and our perpetual leader, Larry of Brest, James S., who scored 69 this week, just to add to his continued sexually based <laughs> puns. Uh, what position is he? Do we not? Yeah, uh, because be 113 right, uh, overall, I think he, he was in the top yeah. top hundred, so he has he has slightly crept out. Oh dear. Uh, oh dear. I don't want to say I'm disappointed. I thought you were him, going but... somewhere else with that question, Mars. <laughs> in the context oh <laughs> uh, no nah. well good yeah i mean look go for it dude like we're, we're backing you here backing you right yeah my rant Ugh, well i don't know it's the boring international um break or what are people already talking about game week 33 and people already trying to justify listen i hate people who justify just say i don't have a free hit or I only have one, therefore I'm going to use it in 33 and I'm going to sell the premiums. But don't sit there and say selling premiums is right and you should double up on all the players, even though United have Liverpool and Norwich. Let's not forget about that. Don't you know, We spent the whole season saying there are players that you do not sell and there are single game week players that you keep. And now suddenly Salah, Trent, 
Cancelo, whoever is playing a single game with Kane, Kane is no good now. Why? Because people want to justify using free hitting 33. I'm not saying free hitting 33 is wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying 36 is right or wrong or 37. Just stop bloody justifying. Play your own game without having to get agreement from half of Twitter. Mars out. I'm going to leave that really long silence in as well. I just, I, I just didn't feel it needed any comment. So. <laughs> I just... <laughs> there it was. Uh, well, you know, like, uh, for real. Anyway, guys, uh, no, let, let, let's get some, some life back into this. We're, we're having a laugh, but it is the international uh, break. There's, there's obviously some important games happening, especially in the, in the, in the continent, in Africa, uh, in Europe. There's the playoffs, etc. Uh, but we are back to focus on game week 31. Double game week 31, nonetheless. We see Burnley and Everton with two games. Burnley have two home games against City and Everton, and Everton two away games games versus Burnley and West Ham. We have Andre L, Andre 0313. Hi, Kylie. Just the usual strategy thought of free hit, wildcard, and BB. That's just one of the questions people are thinking about for game week 31 and beyond, Kylie. But thinking about game week 31, any players from those two established Premier League Premier League teams that stand out for the double? I love your attempt to be enthusiastic <laughs> here, and I can feel the strain as you try and make it sound ever more exciting than it actually is. Well, let, let me let me let me put more excitement into this. Okay, Randy Shafter, Randy Shafter, should we avoid Burnley players this week, like sentient, sentient, fully functioning people, or should we just clamber aboard the Twitter shit wagon and bring in what Weghorst so that we get to experience the FBL equivalent of a six-day enema? We're always colourful, Randy. Always enjoyable. Uh, well, I mean, not what you've described, but your contribution to the pod is always entertaining. Uh, <laughs> right. So hate to be a buzzkill, but it's so hard to get excited by Burnley and Everton. Just a like little foray into some basic numbers on these guys. So we love numbers on this pod. From an they're quite frightening, right? So from an attacking perspective, last six matches. Burnley have scored five goals. That's joint fourth worst in the league. They are second worst for attempts with 52. I'm more worried that there's three teams worse. It's quite frightening. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) It does say something, doesn't it? Um, So second worst for attempts. So they've had 52 in the last six game weeks. For context, City have had 114. Um, So that is less than half. They have had 12 shots on target in this period. That is worst. And uh, eight big chances is fourth worst. All fairly grim. But that's okay because Everton are going to make it more exciting. Four goals scored in the last six. So that's joint second worst. 58 attempts though. So they've had second six more attempts than Burnley. Thrilling. That makes them fifth worst. They have had 17 shots on target, slightly better than Burnley. It's only third worst. And then six big chances, which is second worst. 
Right. That's so grim that there are not even words, but you know, what's going to happen because we all went Vegas last time and he did absolutely nothing. And they play city this time, which makes it basically a single game week against Everton. He'll probably still get double digit hall just to make us all cry defense. Let's have a quick look at that. Not going to go into too much detail. We know what they're about. Last six games, they have both conceded nine goals and they've both kept two clean sheets. So the possibility is there of a clean sheet, but neither of them are setting the world on fire at the moment by any stretch. Everton have conceded the joint third most shots on target. They are sixth worst for attempts. Burnley are faring better in that they're about mid-table on those stats. So those who have Pope, or maybe Tarkowski because of, you know, previous game weeks, even though they, I mean, look, (laughs) their record against City is quite alarming, right? Frightening, (laughs) frightening, right? It's like City's favourite team to play. But, you know, I can understand the appeal of playing your players if you you have them and some will have Burnley because of the, the previous double. I... Some of us still have Everton players, Kylie. Should we I mean, start them this too? is really quite frightening. I don't know how anyone has Everton players. But anyway, look, if you have them, you play them because they have a double. And Everton's double is better on paper because it's what West Ham and Burnley as opposed to City and Everton. So it, it is better. I would really struggle to advocate for anyone buying, though. Because buying, yeah. I mean, like, at least with Burnley, the City game is not nice, right? But then they've got the Everton match and they've got a really nice run of fixtures, including West Ham and Southampton in the double 33, which isn't bad, all things considered. Everton don't have the double in 33 and their fixtures after this double are Leicester, Liverpool, Chelsea, United. Like, it's it's not great. And they, they look quite poor so I think it's a don't buy don't sell scenario yeah for Everton but but Burnley I think Ramsdale right is is an interesting conundrum because we don't know lots of us have him we don't know what the situation is it doesn't seem like it's too bad but maybe Mm. you're in a tricky spot and you're looking at an opportunity um, to go for someone and you know with the fixtures to come and the doubles and everything arguably um, sort of a Schmeichel from Leicester or Pope from Burnley might be the candidates that you look at. So given Pope's fixture run, I, I wouldn't say that's a mad move, you know, if you need to make it, but that, that's probably where I draw the line at investment. Personally. Yeah, you know what? I agree with with Pope. Uh, another another uh, position is up front. A lot of people have Jimenez, so they might want to get rid. A short yeah. term, especially if you have a wild card, could be uh, Weghorst. Well, well, We'll come back to Burnley, but there's one there's one thing. You know, you say if you have them, play them. Now, I'm thinking of bringing Tarko in, for example, but unless Trent is injured, I struggle to play him. Now, many of us have either one or two Liverpool defenders, one or two Chelsea defenders, mm-hmm. a Tottenham defender, and a City defender. All of these have got better fixtures. Even with, ever, even yeah. with the double, I would struggle. And my attack... My midfield, you know, Liverpool, Arsenal, uh, okay, Rafinha, I still have Southampton at home, um, Spurs. Again, Where do you fit I, them in the fixtures I, that are? I'm yeah. actually bringing him in as a first sub if Trent yeah. is injured. 
and it's that's not all. a bad it's not a bad no. decision to make no. because then you've yeah. got him in there for the nice fixtures you've exactly security should Trent be out you know you know a respectable option as a backup but yeah. I completely agree I think that if Trent was not injured and we don't even know how much is it an international break injury who knows uh is it more than that hopefully we'll find out but the thing is people have invested well in their defenses I think that it's it's really hard to find a starting position, particularly in the fact that a lot of the players that we have have decent fixtures this week to actually yep. start them. Agree. So um, I'm curious PJ. on PJ's opinion because we know yeah. how much he loves Keane. So, well, <laughs> well, Burnley have five games in the next three weeks, right? Kylie touched on it. You've got two home games, three away. Uh, based on that, would you target? their players or should we ignore them and focus on big hitters I that we don't have I can understand the appeal of Beghorst just solely because with the exception of Kane all strikers are completely dog shit so the fact that he has five games means he should get 10 points which is probably six points more than many other strikers during that period so I can understand the appeal particularly if you're a Jimenez owner like me um, you know uh, who else would I buy this week other than other than Veghorst, really? Um, you could potentially make a case for, for Calvert-Lewin uh, or Richarlison, but... You could know, you, though? Yeah, exactly. I mean... <laughs> As a Richarlison or not, I tell you, if I didn't have him, I would not buy him. The fact I that think I all him, those who've had... De- I mean, vindication for us, PJ. All those people who yeah, invested a, in DCL this season. year have been a poor injuries. season for DCL it has to be said we cry um, after the anomaly let's call it what it is anomaly of last year uh, where he went on that one run and everyone suddenly thought he was a great striker <laughs> but anyway let's not make it personal because he's a yeah. nice lad um their defenders I mean other than that Bernie I think it's just a shame that Pope is 0.5 million overpriced because if Pope was 5 million, I'd, I'd be getting him in my team easily um, because he, he makes save points. They've got so many games in hands, but 5.4, 5.5 is just so expensive. Same with Martinez. You can, you just can't really afford that additional kind of 0.5 on, on, a, on a keeper. So that counts Pope out for me. Um, and, and then, yeah, you know, me, Unless you're selling probably Ramsdale, a pick of the right? defenders. Oh, but there's a massive... Yeah, but most people bought Ramsdale at, you know... Yes, you're selling at 4.8, right? So I couldn't. I have 0.2 in the bank, so I can't Mm, go from Ramsdale to Pope. It is... Um, I was shocked, actually, just to... to, I've never really looked at his price this season. I mean, I did own him, and he did did a brilliant job for me over two weeks earlier in the season. Yeah, I captained him as well. But, but I knew that I had, I had my wild card in my pocket at the time. Yeah, so I yeah. knew it was short term. I was going to wild him out. The thing is, I've got Debrafka in goal and he's ill now. So I was considering bringing in another keeper, but I was just looking at Pope and just, just that extra money. That said, I was then looking at Jordan Pickford, which is clearly insanity. I mean, it's a terrible double game. We can't. I, I mean, almost, did you almost, hear what I yeah. described? Yeah, I just watch, I mean, watch it. Watch it now. Deliver like watch. No, I might watch. do. The only good thing about it is both teams are fighting for the, the the Everton Burnley game could be a good game potentially because the winner could you know Everton win, they'll pull away. 
Burnley win, they drag Everton in. So let's see from a footballing point of view, at least it could bring us something. But it's uh, it's an interesting one. I, I You know, like I say, on paper, like Burnley having five and potentially more. They still could have more doubles, by the way. It could be a double-double after 33 and 34. Potentially, we don't know. It's, it's a lot of fixtures, but that's like just a multiplication of two so far because we're not really... Unless you get lucky like we did, like some did in 24, I think, where me scored or something like that. Like you get big scores. But you know, one chance is all it takes, the possibilities. Thank you, Dua Lipa, for that. Okay, so look, it is what it is. That's game game week 31. Everybody knows Everton and Burnley. I think we we agree it's it's a don't buy, don't sell. Unless with Jimenez, yes, Weghorst is an option. Etc. Back to uh, Andre's question, Kylie. Now that we know, we want to touch on the doubles uh, moving forward. We know how the, uh, the the lay of the land for game week 33. Can you start now planning for 33 or 36, those with a wild card, a free hit or a bench boost? Or do we wait until we see how 36 shapes up? There are rumours that we might get some fixture info this international break more rumors that it could be after the deadline of game week 31 so still early some will say it could be as late as 33 so if i have a wild card or a bench boost should i um should i start thinking about it now and i think uh, we had a question about this from angela at ang underscore ella underscore o uh, to wild card now or wait i only have wild card left and was planning to do in 34 bench boost in 35 dazzle her Kylie dazzle her I'm not sure how dazzly I am at the moment but um look what I would say is I I absolutely think that you can be thinking about your chips I think in this season it's it's proven that you you kind of need to roll with the punches a little bit I mean a lot of us have played chips earlier than we traditionally would in a normal sort of less disrupted season when we kind of hoard them all towards the the end when we have all of these known knowns and part of that is of course because we've had many more double game weeks so there's been an element of okay let's attack what's right in front of us and see how the land lies closer to and I do subscribe to that because I think it's been quite tricky planning and I also think if you have a lot of chips left then you should be having a think about what you might want to use early. So while we don't necessarily know exactly how things are going to fall later in the season, game week 36, there are estimations about what it might be, but you do know largely what 33 will look like. So it is possible to look at it and say, this could work for this chip, right? And, you know, then I'll leave what I've got left over. Yeah. So, Kylie, you have you have a wild card left, right? You have wild card. I have everything bar and a TC. Um, yeah, I have everything barring the bench boost. So, for What's me, your rough plans. So, my plans are quite rough, quite rough indeed. I am <laughs> uh, likely, <laughs> likely to now. For, for me, the wild card is a bit more flexible because I have played my bench boost, right? So, you know, common theory is to couple them together. There's a good reason for that because obviously it helps mitigate the risk of of injuries and various other things. So you can be as best set up as possible. Um, For me, I happen to be pretty well set up for my bench boost in terms of people who were supposed to play 
less said about <laughs> what actually happened. So you could I, kill a man. Yes, I could. So, <laughs> you know, I didn't play that approach, which is the one that I've always historically played. So for me now, that means that I can play my wild card when I sort of see fit. And I can play my triple captain when I see fit. And I'm probably going to hold off on my triple captain. I'm thinking about playing my free hit in game week 33. Partly I, I have players from teams that, you know, won't be or aren't expected to be playing in that game week, obviously, because of how I've loaded up. There will be some doubles. I think I will play it then. Hold off on my wild card for now because I don't feel like I need to play it just yet, but I, it's probably not too far off because I want to maximize weeks with it. But I will probably wait to play that until I've seen what the doubles in 36 are so I can maximize a starting 11 yeah. and probably play my triple captain then. Um, or in in a random other game week. I'm As I said, I'm very much rolling with the punches. And I know in our community, we get very intense about how we play and lots of people are super, super organizers. And I would usually be more organized, but I think I've adapted really well to just taking hits to make things yeah. happen. And Have to also be with respect to the question, I mean, it sounds so boring. We say every week, oh, it's so team dependent, but it really, really it is. is. We've never had a season that was sort of more open. It's always been a very prescribed strategy for how to navigate doubles, but that's been blown wide open this season. There's lots of different ways to play things. And it's so much about what chips you have left, who is in your team and how much you want to attack yeah. the combination so of weeks. You've obviously looked at, before I go to PJ, you've obviously looked at 33. Yeah. The, this, this topic about, you know, obviously Kane has got a single, Salah, Trent, you've, you've got Son, you've got Salah, you've got Trent, you've got Robo. Will you be uh, removing all those single guys or will you be looking at a mix of doubles and singles? A mix, a mix. Um, yeah. Because I, I think when you have players who are on song i mean single game week form single game week players so often burn you in a double game week and this is the perils of playing a free hit in a week where there's some doubles right because the temptation is to to go all in and yeah. it so rarely works whereas when it's a blank game week you know you're not comparing what your score might have been in quite yeah. the same way i will try and maximize doubles where I can but not not foregoing good players um but I'm also yeah. gonna see how I feel closer to because it is a key chip and I do want to play relatively aggressively yeah things could change of course yeah. PJ what's what's your thoughts on uh now that we know 33 you've got like me you've got the free hit I think you still have bench boost or did you did you burn that no, I've got free hit and bench boost yeah so for so me, same as me for me it's relatively straightforward in terms of one in 33 and one in 36. And ultimately, it very much depends on people's team makeup. But, but my team is, is, is set up, I think, really to use that kind of free hit in 33 because I just can't get to a team that I would want to bench boost for, for 33 in just, in just two game weeks. So, yeah. you know, I, and so what this enables me to do is obviously gives me five weeks worth of transfers for 36. Um, we don't have those fixtures, but we have a pretty good idea which teams it's going to be. Yeah. And, and you know, they are, 
some of those teams, like say Rafinha, you know, for Leeds, we know that they're going to get a double. Um, obviously, Liverpool are going to get a double later on. City are going to get a double. So these are, you know, that, that's five players across those three teams kind of already that I'm going to kind of want to own, which um, I don't want to have to kind of like potentially kind of transfer out um, with, with game week 33. So I, I, I'm, a, I'm very much committed to this already. I will be free hitting in 33. I have no cool. idea who, who I'll be free hitting in 33. Um, have but you it, thought but about is, the singles and the doubles, or is it a mix? Um, I don't know. I like to attack the doubles. I, I will. Mm. I will almost certainly not be going Salah because um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to captain him. I don't think anyone will captain him for a single home game against Man United. Yes, we know he went ballistic, but we're we're a different team now. We're not much better, but we are still better. <laughs> and uh, um, and I think not that game difficult, will be, is it? Unfortunately, well, no. I think that game will be tighter because there'll be more on it. I think Liverpool will be understandably more nervous because it will be much more of a title kind of um, kind of game than the one earlier in the season. So, whilst I expect you to win. Um, I'd probably expect you to win kind of 2-0 or something. So mm. I think I can go without Salah uh, in that match and and get, you know, kind of other players. But I think, I'll, you know, it depends on form in the next couple of weeks. I'd probably take a punt on a City, yeah. and, a, and, a City and probably Kane, considering there's no one else up front who I really want. You could, you know, I suppose it's Kane or Ronaldo really on that free hit. Is Kane one game better than Ronaldo two games and one of them is Liverpool? Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Would Ronaldo play both games? That's it's going to be. It's going to be really strange because a free hit, uh, unlike all the other times this season, most people have been able to get to seven or eight of what I would consider the template free hit. Hmm. Whereas game week thirty three, you are going to see a free hit that is so generally so different to people who aren't free hitting. You're going to see people tripling up on Manchester United's attack, and people not owning any. Manchester United's attack so that that Man United game versus Norwich is so massive if Man United win that four or five nil and even just score one against Liverpool and and you you've captained a Bruno or Sancho that could be enormous swing or you know we could not score in either match and you know free hitters look absolute wankers so that's um, about their other teams as well, but Man United have a standout kind of split team because their assets are quite expensive. So, yeah. You know, yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting because I'm completely the opposite. So like you, I have free hit and bench boost. Unlike you, for me, it's much easier to get a bench boost out of 33 because of the price of the players around and the fact that I don't want to sell the premiums. And when I look at 36, I can't get to a team where if, especially if City Liverpool all these guys double it will be the expensive the, the players that I want are too expensive for me to get to get with uh, in free transfers so I, I'm like you I'm pretty much set unless things change in the next two weeks where I get loads of injuries or we get more information about 36 and then uh, like the, the doubles change to what we think it is for me it will be Bench boost 33, free hit 36. That will allow me to also focus my 35 moves on 37 because there'll be another double then without having to worry about 36. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So it's interesting. It's, it's completely different. And like you said, to be honest, um, when I look at my team, the one team that I'm avoiding, unless I want a defender, is, is United because I can't get to their players, like you said. I can't get to their players. So I'm banking on them continuing to be shit. 
frankly, and banking against uh, a Bruno Ronaldo, which could absolutely destroy me. Or if people sell Kane, Salah, TAA, and they all deliver, it could, it could work. It's, it's an interesting kind of controversial week in that respect to play free hit um, because it, it could be like, it could swing either way. As PJ said, like, yeah, there's the absolutely. definite opportunity there, which is what we always look for in those kind of weeks. But there, there's a risk factor of going too heavy and, and them not delivering. And that is also possible yeah. as well. So I, mean, I think we'll see Spurs home to Brighton. You could like, you know, you look at it. Kane loves playing Brighton. Brighton pretty much on the beach. They are safe. They're not going to go anywhere. Could go anywhere. It could it also. It could be just Spurs. Could be Spurs and lose. And it, it, it's one of those things where I, I completely agree with you. I think there will be big swings between free hit free hitters who absolutely go for doublers and um, non free hitters. I'm just hoping that my bench boost makes make, makes up ground. It's just the way for me. I plan things out. Some have some things have worked, some haven't, and I'm not going to force it now or change it because the way it's fallen, it's so much better for me to get a strong bench in in 33 and focus on 11 doublers in 36. Because the other thing about 36 is none of the teams that are single game week teams so far, apart potentially City if they don't have uh, any interesting players that I care about. Liverpool, you know, I think it's United have a single, but I'm, I don't have any of their players, and I'm not. I just said I'm not. I'm not getting them. So uh, when when I look, in fact, I, I I made a team. Let me just tell you who who's like the yeah. So it's uh, Spurs, Arsenal, City, Palace, Liverpool. That's it. Chelsea, Three, triple Chelsea. I mean, I, I'm never gonna have triple Chelsea in my again, and they have one of the best. So when the reason I looked at it is just looking at the teams that I just mentioned, apart from probably Zaha Palace, I can't get to any of these players. I can't get to, to Reese James now without selling players that I have. I can't get to uh, the City midfielders without rejigging the whole of my team, which just means more hits than I've been taking. And uh, I just think the reason I'm negotiating this is because obviously people are thinking in between. And like we said, it really is team dependent. There is no right or wrong. We'll find that after the scores. <laughs> but for now, you just have to go with what your team is set up for. Don't, don't change it just because of formal. Absolutely. You see here, there's two people's two people wildcard. One is absolutely flying. One is chasing me. I'm in the middle. I could go, I could go bottom. I could go top. God knows what's going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. Look, I think, guys, we will um, talk a lot more about 33 and 36 in the coming weeks. We wanted to touch on it because it is the, the big hot topic at the moment. And we had some questions about it. But... Um, for based on what we know, we we shared this and we will touch on it absolutely 100% more. Those are the topics that we wanted to discuss. So let's just jump quickly into some of the questions. There's some more FPL questions and there's some absolutely hilarious questions. So uh, FPL Anani, uh, Yasin at FPL Anani. Is having three premium defenders, the template from game week 31 onwards, can Son still cover Kane or should get Kane in for a hit? Cheers, lads. I remember Kylie. Apparently, Don says lads in Irish includes girls too. So, Kylie, I'll come to you. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, the first part of the question, well, I I think that's been the template for some time anyway. So, um, I, most of us, I think, have have had absolutely uh, three. Yeah. Just because throughout the course of the season, you've been juggling City, Liverpool, Chelsea. 
um, and at various times maybe having a double up on on one of them and, and only one of the others. So I think that will continue, that there are really strong premium defensive options this season. Um, the second part of the question I've forgotten, so could you repeat it? Uh, take a hit. So you've got Son. Yep. Would you take a hit to sell him for Kane or would you just stick with it? No. I would stay. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Yeah. I, that, that, that fraught with perils. Yes, Kane is in great form. He got three assists, right? But Son still scored two goals. And no, Son I'll hasn't been. <laughs> yeah. Son hasn't been as prolific recently as Kane has been. But I just think moves like that, um, like unless you're on, you know, a sort of free hit situation, fine. But with transfers or with a hit, it, it's fraught with perils. You know, they can both do well, and I think you just leave it personally. Yeah, agree, agree. PJ, nevertheless, he assisted at Brendan underscore Walsh one. Sold Salah to get Kane for game week 30. Could I go no Salah until game week 34 with a free hit 33? I I think you could, to be honest. Obviously, with a City game. Um, is it City game 32? Yeah, Liverpool? 32. So you've got, yeah. you know, City and Man United straight away. I mean, obviously, it's it's the Watford game that would worry me. Um, where He's coming back. He's coming back from, an inter, you know, two big internationals, still carrying an injury. He wasn't great in the first are. game. He's, he yeah. forced a non-goal, but... He'll still be he'll still be heavily captained and his ownership's high. Though, so that would be the one that worried me. But yeah, I could, I could definitely, I could definitely see that. You know, kind of going out again. If I had my, if I had, you know, if I had my wild card left and I wasn't free hitting in thirty three, I could certainly support a strategy of taking Salah out now for like a kind of a Bruno or a, you know or somebody who has um, better fixtures and then a double in thirty three, and then obviously using my wild card beyond that to make sure I got Salah back in because he definitely needed for the run in. But yeah, yeah uh, I think I think that's a, a very uh, you know very valid tactic. What, yeah. So it's Watford City away, United home, then Everton home. That's thirty four. Yeah, you definitely want to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so talking about United and the wildcard, just as you touched on it, I forgot to mention it earlier. I was looking at the fixtures again, talking about my own dilemma with thirty three because United is a dilemma. I was thinking that now is the time to buy United, not just thirty three. You United have got ridiculous fixtures coming up they've got Leicester at home sorry um yeah so you've got Leicester at home Leicester have not been great defensively then you've got Everton, Everton. we all know the problems with Everton then Norwich and Liverpool so I wouldn't say by so if I like some people are wildcarding now would, would, would you not double or triple up on United now surely those are the fixtures up to 33 and then 34 ship, ship them out I think I think it's difficult because we're just just not in very good form Hmm. And um, long may that continue. <laughs> uh, we're not even entirely sure who our kind of first first eleven is really, with a possible exception of of Sancho uh, of our outfielders. He, he's the one player who's looked yeah, yeah. who's, oh, who's, look, who's looked yeah, really so, yeah. good. Um, but you know who you know yeah, I, I couldn't really say. It's a tough call to say someone. I know I've just said you know, if someone wants to do it, but to go Salah to Sancho or Fernandez now is. Is a tough ask, I think. It's a tough ask. But, you know, Leicester concede, conceding goals for fun, uh, understandably considerably more interested in the Europa. We're not in any yeah. other, other competitions, though. We've got to win every game. I mean, fourth looks out of reach. But we do have to go to Arsenal um, and Arsenal have a couple of fixtures. So if United were to win all their games, 
This is a ridiculous if. It seems beyond the realm <laughs> of any possibility. But if we were to win all our remaining games, we would probably get fourth. So it is, it is in our kind of hands there. And you know, ultimately, those players have, have got to have got to kind of roll their sleeves up and go for it. So, God, it's going to be I, a long night against Norwich. Jesus. I, I, <laughs> the way we're playing, I can't really advocate that anybody brings in Man United players. Yeah. At, at any point, really. That's that's why that's why the free hit becomes so so interesting because and a lot, and a lot would depend on the next two fixtures. Leicester and Everton. If if United don't win, you know, both those games, it does become a point of like, is it even worth it? You know, mm. which which is difficult. I've not I've not ruled out actually not using my free hit in 33. Does the crowd I'm definitely not bench boosting in 33, 100 oh, okay. percent Can't get okay. into a bit. But if I was thinking if United continue to look wank, and I actually have a lot of players as in I looked at my my team and I thought, actually, I can get a decent eleven. I can't get a decent 15, but I can get a decent 11 quite easily for game week 33. So if, if Man United and a couple of other teams who have got doubles continue to struggle, I could see me just playing game week 33 normally and then mm. probably free hitting in 37, which is likely to be a smaller double. So, you know, you, you, you never know. Um, yeah, yeah. So you've got Leicester, Newcastle, Brighton, but they've got City and Spurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Burnley. Those are the doubles, which why I was say, referring to a uh, Newcastle. Um, yeah, well, three of my players. That's good. <laughs> All in on Newcastle. What yeah, well, Newcastle on? have got the best double, I think. And they, well, um... exactly. That, it's what, and, and they've got nice fixtures just before and just after. Yeah, just in yeah, time yeah. for the free hit. So, yeah, look, it's a gamble. Absolute gamble. But I love Sam Maximan. So let's see what happens. Hopefully he stays fit. Right. Uh, th- that's all for the FBL questions now. So, um, Kylie, FBL Ogbene. At FBL Diego underscore. Um, this should be quick. Does pineapple belong on pizza? No. Thank you. I was worried. No. DJ? No, I'm a purist, Absolutely. right? Basil, tomato, these are things. Pine nuts, you know, there's lots of beautiful things that belong on a pizza. There is no place for pineapple on a pizza or bananas, right? Or frankly, anything like that. Yeah, 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 but yeah, there's no, I've never, um, I, I tell I, did you know, the one fruit I've had on a pizza, Is which I thought, okay, um, uh, no, I don't mean those kind of veg masquerading <laughs> as fruit. I mean, it is a fruit. genuine proper fruit, um, would be, would be pomegranate seeds. Okay, which, but um, there's yeah, but a savory application okay. for them. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, they are also nice in salads, you know. Yes, that's, that's, yes. Salads, yes. Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what, oh, yeah. that's what I'm getting to. I, can see I mean, that's not an there. abomination, right? There's a, they live happily with savoury foods, right? That there's, you know, there's precedence it's for that. It's, it's not like just throwing some sort of random thing on a place. No, pineapple, happen. kiwi, that was doing around the other day. Oh, oh, oh I, good I, God, I, kiwi. I saw, I saw that, that picture. I saw that, that made that me feel so I, uh, we, They once ordered a half and half pizza. I was not aware of this absolute travesty and that half of the pineapple touched the half of my meat and we nearly called the lawyers here like you know like seriously that it was my sister-in-law and I was like what is going on here like seriously I'll tell Um, you can I just quickly it's you know on pizzas the most delicious pizza that is nearby me and it is delicious it is a white pizza with like a bit of garlic and herb oil it's got feta pine nuts some baby spinach, sun-dried tomatoes, this thing, a bit of parmesan and a little drizzle of honey. Just 
you know, to offset the saltiness. This thing is Nirvana. It is amazing. Why? There's no pineapple on it. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. Sorry, Lynn. Our friend Elf, FBL Elf, at Elf FBL. PJ, as a huge fan of the 90s, if you were in the Spice Girls, what would your Spice name be? Kylie, I'll come to you after. Thanks. Um, well, what I thought about this, and I think I think Hindu Monkey, my kind of more kind of Twitter persona, would would probably be be more some sort of some form of tan- spice, tantrum spice. I yes. think. Or yeah. Frover, I Frover. I was thinking Frover salty toys. spice person. Frozen toys anyway. spice. No, I don't think salty. Yeah, that's no, salty. But no. Drama queen spice. Drama oh, spice. Drama. Queen spice. Yeah. Any of those. But in real life, probably just more of a more of a sarcastic spice, acerbic spice. You know that type of thing. You know. Kylie, what so about you? yeah. I well, I probably sassy spice. Maybe, maybe. Mm, yeah, sassy cool. I, I'm, I'm chilled. I'm chilled spice or shisha, shisha spice. spice. Clearly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's right there. It's, <laughs> it was know. there for the take. You've got to go for she's a spice. <laughs> Absolutely. Amon at Nordic Markway follows up with the question, and which one of them would go solo with Bex and ruin the group? Heidi, were you a Bex fan growing up? Was he like the, no. the thing for you? No. No. Not, not he your never, type, no. He's no Giroud. No, I mean, complete opposite. One is rugged and one is uh, more of a, like, you know, uh, what's the toy, like a band, boy band. Yeah, Excuse and me. and that... That just does more more, more up PJ Street, really. Doesn't work for me. No, <laughs> he's a bit, he's a bit I, I, delicate. I think, yeah, I think it's safe to say that I would be a contender in any scenario for storming out of a group. Yeah, uh, well, this was what I was thinking. <laughs> Definitely, first one to leave the band. Fantastic, yep. fantastic. And beg to um, come back. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you, just to keep up with current news, and our listeners love current news. Um, Adam at Three Five Food. Top three footballers you would like to slap at a public awards ceremony. I'm going to take this one and start. The first one on my list is Bernardo Silva. Let me explain. As a footballer, the guy is fant- he's having a fantastic season. However, he is classless. Liverpool won the league fair and square. We go to, to the Etihad. Every man and his dog that was there that was allowed because of COVID, Pep, all the players, much bigger players than you, stood up and clap the team on because that's what we do. You respect the champions. What does he do? Holds his water bottle. Classless. He deserves a backhand slap. Not just a slap, a backhand slap. I'll come back to my other two after I've calmed down. PJ, who would you, who would you three be? Um, John Terry. <laughs> oh, yes. Luis Suarez. That's fair. And to pick a player who still plays, Richarlison. <laughs> Multiple like times him. in every match. <laughs> He just, yeah. he just, Rashali is the only player who, even when he's playing against a team who I hate, be it Chelsea or Liverpool, in a game that I want Everton to win, <laughs> I still just want him to just get sent off so much. And he possibly will. He's so, he is the so picture annoying. of petulance. Really. Yeah, yeah. Just stop fucking whining. No, yeah. I refuse to believe that a current footballer deserves to be slapped more than Richarlison. So, but over to you, Kylie, if you can uh, Kylie. give me a better name. I, he was on my shortlist, right? He was just because there's, I look at his face and, you know, it, it brings out that reaction. And I've tried to stay away from, you know, some of my obvious biases because that's to do with 
them not performing for my team and not so much because I have a personal vendetta against them. Um, <laughs> one player, I think I've mentioned it on the pod a few times, that I really dislike is the ever-arrogant Schmeichel, right? So I, his smarmy face aggravates me, but also I remember when they Denmark were playing Ireland and he basically, and they, they've actually in international football in, you know, uh, recent years, like they have played Denmark and Ireland have played each other a lot. Right. And uh, before one particular match, he just, he made these comments that were so frankly, they were just really arrogant and it was really the, the conceit and everything as though he was God's gift to football and Denmark were the number one team in the world. They're a good football team right? No one's arguing against that. But but just the way he spoke about the Irish team, it was just in such poor taste. You, 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 have, you, have, had, you have had held this grudge for some time, haven't you? As yeah. You, as but, you have a tendency to do, yeah. it has to be said. It comes, <laughs> it comes up, just, yeah. just carry on. But it, it's, I mean, it's like we all knew Mars was going to say um, Bernardo Silva, right? Because for that reason. But yeah, I, I think he, he has a face I'd like to slap. Cool. And number two and three, just or is because it just he's times? Just, just because his, you know, father was a famous footballer doesn't mean that he, you know, should think he's so great. How many goals has he conceded this year? <laughs> just saying, okay. not that great. So is, is he getting the three slaps? <laughs> he's getting two. I'll give one to Richarlison. Okay, cool. My other two would be actually that. Do I have protection? Are they allowed to hit me back? No. Okay, cool. Zaha would be there. I'm just scared of him because he's much stronger. But it's just like, get on, mate. Stop whining. Stop crying about every single decision. And the other one is Bruno, just for the same reason. Like, and your guys are good footballers. Well, yeah. Petulant good footballers. Well. Oh, my God. They, oh, they mourn so much. Honestly. Uh, and that's all we have time for questions. Thank you, guys. Like, we love, obviously, all, all of the questions. It makes us laugh. Uh, so uh, we move on to uh, captains and transfers. Normally, looking at, you know, Liverpool Watford would say Salah is a straight choice for the captain, but you've got the internationals, him maybe not fully fit, no matter what Egypt say. Um, PJ, what, what, what's, your, what's your captain and transfers are looking like? Are you, are you going Salah? Um, captain, now I go Kane as captain. Um, okay. Almost certainly, and and I'll be bringing in Veghorst for Jimenez. Um, although there is a small, <laughs> I'm kind of tempted. I'm not sure I can actually afford Dominic Calvert Lewin. I'm gonna have a look. <laughs> I'm gonna have a look, see if I can just quickly. I don't. Oh, you can't cry afterwards, PJ. Hold He's on. more expensive. Can than I? Veghorst. You know, I know he is. I'm just seeing, but I've got a little bit in the bank. Let me have a look. Is it a decision? I can afford Calvert Lewin and Richarlison. Oh my god! Oh, a slap a lot. I just, it's just, you know, because they've got Man City and Everton have, Everton really have to win. But then I look at that Everton team and what's their away record under Frank Lampard? Is something like 0 they've, they've won nothing. Listen, I went <laughs> for, I went for Richarlison because they had two home games. Yeah. He had Can a good I first game. Can I invite you, PJ, nothing. to listen to the start of the pod? Y- yes. <laughs> I, I, I know, they I can't. Are, they are yeah. literally worse of all the teams, of all the terrible teams that cannot score goals right so they Kylie, are I'll take it. You're not bringing for in shots on yeah so i probably <laughs> will get really their worst. course i may yeah. still make one other change but i probably won't i don't really want to take a hit so yeah 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 kylie what about you captaining son or salah 
Um, I'm leaning towards Son. I, I, th- I think if I had Kane, it would be very clear cut. I do understand that because of his consistent um, form at the moment. So I, I think that's like a, a relatively easy decision. But Son's home form has been good. So um, I think I would probably go for him. Um, transfers for me, I don't intend to go all in on uh, the, or in at all on the the double my biggest challenge is that I have um, as with everyone Trent uh, and as with many Ramsdale who are doubts I, I'm not overly concerned about Trent um, because I do have uh, a functioning bench and I do have Doherty against Newcastle first on my bench um, but my backup keeper is Foster against Liverpool which is quite frightening so I'm really keen to find out what the situation with Ramsdale is. I'm really happy with him. Like it's not a player I I want to sell, but I have so little money in the bank that I'm going to have to work this out. But I have no obvious leaning other other than the captaincy this week. News dependent, definitely. Cool. How how come you're both avoiding Salah, by the way, just out of interest? I mean, you just told me he's got two tough international games and he's carrying an injury. He does. He's well. Yeah. His second you one is tomorrow. You talked me out of it, Mars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool, we cool. will get. I mean, I mean, Liverpool. You, you, you know, you'd think yes, you'd you like a leak um, if Salah yeah. wasn't involved for whatever reason, or certainly not starting. I mean, it's the first a, game, right? So. Yeah, exactly. exactly. A series of knobheads. But no, Hopefully I think I'm going to captain Kane anyway. He's just in such red hot form that, yeah, you know. And I personally. You know, I, I could, if we see that he's definitely starting, I, I could fall back into that. But, you know, I need to be making aggressive decisions. Um, mm-hmm. So you win some, you lose some, but I won't yeah. do any of that if I do the same as the masses. Yeah, so the second game is tomorrow. Obviously, there's plenty of time for him to come back. To be honest, for me, it's the more the concern about the injury. Egypt will play him no matter what, even if he's half fit, they will always play him. So we'll see how it is. At the moment, it is on Kane for me as well. Um with, but um, it could easily be Salah captain Kane Vice just in case um, until we get some news. Um, also, my moves would be so my moves are actually more towards thirty three. So I'm already so if it, um, Tarkovsky will come in uh, for Cody, but most likely he will be on the bench in uh, in case uh, Trent doesn't play. Don't need to make the moves, but I'm, as I said to prepare for 33 and depending on the news on Dubravka because I was planning to bring him in funnily enough Dubravka is cheaper than the reserve keeper Darlo um, which is weird Darlo's 4.5 Dubravka's 4.4 if he's fit then I will probably do the move because I'm going to do it in the future anyway in case Ramsdale is not because like you Kylie I have Foster not too fast if, if we don't hear about Dubravka if he's injured I will just keep it as it is hope Ramsdale plays if Foster Foster is, I'm not going to take a hit for an injured keeper. I will wait closer to 33. But yeah, that's the plan. Um, either Tarkovsky or Tarkovsky plus uh, Dubravka building for to my bench boot in, 30, in, in 33. And that's all we have time for. I have been Mars at Mars05. She's been Kylie at Kylie FPL. And he's been PJ at Hindu Monkey. We've been the three amigos at the three amigos FPL. Please like, subscribe. Uh, that's all we ask you to do. Uh, please stay safe. We want peace, not war. Adios, amigos. One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and then
Give them Migos. 